this is a test. I'm treating this as an experiment so that I do have an out if I need it. Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day, they built for hours and hours, but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find the way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth. Until tomorrow, No Code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity. That's what I'm all about. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz, and from an ethical hacker to a European Ivy League business graduate to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer, I've lost everything twice. And now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day. The No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective and persistence to go on this journey with me and get from experts as well as the experiences of other makers the answers about money, marketing and mindsets so that makers become earners, earners become founders and founders get freedom and create wealth. My guest today is a true artist in every sense of the word. His name is Joshua Johnson, and from developing custom WordPress themes using code to being a tattoo artist, from harming his hand and not being able to continue a lot of his artistic work, to now starting a small side business using many no-code tools so that he will have the financial freedom he deserves. Today, we will discuss his marketing how to make it engaging, the right messaging, positioning, and we will work on his offer. Josh, how are you today? Hey, Abdulaziz. I'm doing really well. How about you? Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. You can hear the happiness in my voice because <laughs> I consider you a friend and I'm happy to help you today. So can you share just a little bit the story behind this new small business that you're starting, what led up to it, and what happened until today? So um, once upon a time, as you put it, I, uh, I used to develop WordPress themes for uh, e-commerce businesses. Uh, this was about five to six years ago. Um, and then I started tattooing about four years ago. Um, I do love my career. It's, it's a very fun career for me. I get to uh, mark people and really help them express themselves with their body art. Um, but due to the current global climate, uh, the pandemic, there are a lot of new restrictions in place. And uh, the studio that I used to work at was unfortunately closed uh, close to the beginning of the pandemic. So uh, as soon as restrictions were starting to be lifted, I had to open a new business. Um, and that that was its own trial. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't really weigh the risks 
and try to cap the downside uh, starting that new venture. So uh, it has it has left me in a pretty precarious situation. And right now I'm trying to just develop a high leverage side business so that I can really feel comfortable pursuing art full time. I love that. And it's very difficult. You know, many lessons in life, we can hear them a thousand times, but until we get burned, we don't really see the value. Only then can true learning happens. I can tell from real life experience about that. So I have a bit, you know, of an idea about the business that you're working on. Let's begin not with the offer. Let's begin with the messaging. So you are targeting coaches that you are involved with in in a group at some level or in some capacity, correct? Correct. I'm actually um, part of the coach training program. I mean, it's it's through the optimize.me platform uh, with Brian Johnson. Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually on track to be one of the coaches. But I, I started taking the program as more of a uh, personal development project rather than trying to create a career out of coaching. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in contact with several coaches. Okay, so let's begin, you know, the uh, five elements of a perfect offer. The first thing, what is the physical or, you know, software or service or whatever that you will deliver to them? Exactly. So my specific deliverable would be a low maintenance WordPress website uh, to book, well, to to handle the scheduling and booking for mostly discovery calls. Um, and then the, the hosting as well. So I'm trying to resell high speed secure secure hosting uh, through the, the platform that I use. Okay, so to understand you correctly, they come to you, they say, I'm a coach doing XYZ, and you go, you prepare the website, it's you who creates it, you link all the different tools that will handle the scheduling, and you host that in your own servers that you get from some company, and they pay you for that, correct? Or is anything missing? That's correct. Okay, so that is the product service. Why now? Like what happened in the world that makes what they're doing and what you're doing easier or more possible or the right thing to do now? Uh, because there's so much less face-to-face -face interaction, it's much, much more difficult to do client outreach. So having a way to digitally coordinate these calls is is incredibly important okay but you spoke of two things you said it's hard to to do client outreach therefore i offer scheduling services i don't see the link could you please explain because they will have to get clients for them to uh, schedule and that means either inbound or outbound marketing so Let's make this stronger. <laughs> that's, that's incredibly fair. Um, now, as far as the marketing goes, uh, I'm, 
I'm more interested in providing them with um, the property where they're marketing like, uh, sorry, <laughs> I am getting a little tongue tongue tied here. Um, so no, it's fine. The, the, the client outreach is, is more difficult now since there isn't much face-to-face interaction, but yes. that's not exactly what I'm trying to address. That's just the circumstance that makes digital tools yes. more valuable. Um, well, it could be even as simple as saying we're both all graduating from the same thing. That is the relevance in the world. And therefore, you're graduating. You need this to be under your belt and something that you own. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it can be. It doesn't need to be some geopolitical discourse. On, <laughs> we can just say the relevant thing that changed in the world is that you're getting your uh, optimized coach certification or whatever you're working on, and that is the relevance. So why should they um, hire you now like because what happened with human beings what happens is that if there is no sense of urgency people delay decisions until the last minute it's like students who will do nothing and cram just five minutes before the exam or whatever so why should they hire you now and not wait until they test the waters and see what's happening and all that it could be some sense of limit like i only accept 20 people and therefore if you don't reserve your spot there will be no more places or this is only open until xyz date or if you don't get this fixed soon then it will be too late because of abc you know what i mean gotcha okay so you're you're more asking uh, like to create a sense of urgency um, I mean, honestly, why now is simply because this is a test. I'm treating this as an experiment so that I do have an out if I need it. Um, and the, the goal with uh, creating these websites is to meet uh, a target monthly income. So once I meet that goal and have the security that I need, there's a very good chance that I won't continue growing the operation, but it will um, it it will be something that I can keep going with minimal effort. So so I can maintain it without growing it once I reach a, a certain number of clients. That's very good. And all these are points that people should be aware of in every possible way. Then why you and not anybody else and not just because oh we're part of the optimized team or something that is more kind and gentle like that because when it comes to paying money that becomes less of a factor it's good when it's free but if they have to choose and they know somebody else who can do it i can think of some reasons but tell me what do you think that you can tell them i can serve you better because of this reason that other people cannot? Uh, I think it comes down to not, not so much that we're part of the same community, but that I actually understand what their needs as coaches would be because I've, I've been through the program. Uh, I also know that 
in this specific program, they're very focused on the values that they communicate to their audience. And knowing how important some of these aspects of this specific coaching program are, I think I just understand them better and understand the message that they want to communicate better than any average designer off the street. That's great. I love that answer and it's very, very true. And it makes sense to them. So, and, okay, let's go and backtrack a bit more. What problem are you really solving that they cannot get simply by sending some um, calendar link? They need a platform for whatever future marketing they may want to do. Uh, most coaches are also very very much educators so they need a place to share their ideas that they own and um you mean that it's not only a page where people can schedule calls with them it's also a blog where they can post their ideas and values and stories and teachings did i understand you correctly yes uh, or it could be um so the beauty of WordPress is that it's infinitely extensible. So whatever they decide they want to do with their website at a later point in time, I can help them do that. Um, whether it's e-commerce, a blog, um, I mean, really the sky's the limit. Yes, and that's really, really good. But I have a sense now that is not the offer you'll be making them directly. You will give them the offer of you will have a place where people can book um, the discovery calls with you, which if they Googled a little bit, they will see, well, what if I used just one free tool or whatever, and I sent an email with a link and I said, oh, go pick your time. What is the benefit of using your service rather than just some free tool? Because it's better to understand this and communicate it rather than have them think it and then you don't know why they're hesitant to pay you money for the good hard work that you will do. Well, the the biggest reason that I can find or that I can think of would be that uh, they need to be collecting lead information in addition to scheduling. So through the same form, we can collect leads to put them on an email list, which they can market to in the future if they decide. It'll just give them a, a big customer database that they can continue to leverage over time. And uh, the fact that they don't have to do the back and forth through email to get somebody scheduled immediately. So there's, there's I love just that. less yes. time between first contact and the discovery call. It's immediate. And the follow-up, that's like 80%. Yeah. So, yeah. so that is very valuable. Do they understand the value of follow-up? Did they teach you <laughs> about that? Or are you going to convert people who aren't believers? Because that opens up a whole other can of worms, you know? I don't think they do, honestly. I mean, if they, if they look at what the program they're involved in does rather than what they teach, then yes, they would completely understand the value of follow-up. But I don't think many people realize that the, the constant emails that we receive from Optimize, they're not just valuable, 
they are they're marketing and it's is very good marketing <laughs> but i i don't think many of the the coaches understand that okay so i would let's need to think in a different way <laughs> i i agree and that's not good you know if you try to convert people you're like pushing a boulder up a really 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 big hill so let's think about the size of the market to understand the reality how many people can you reach inside of the program that you're working in so that there is you know some expected percentages of people who would be already believers i can you know make the math and I said first, how many people can you reach and tell them about what you offer? And how many people do you need so that you can focus, let it, you know, be on standby, maintaining and focus on your other projects? The last I heard, there were about 2,500 graduates from the program. Um, As far as the ones who want to be professional coaches, versus those who went through it for personal development reasons like I did. Uh, the numbers are supposed to be about 50-50. Now, I don't have any hard data on that, unfortunately. But from the sounds of it, there are about 1,250 coaches, give or take, that could benefit from the services and that I could feasibly reach. Um, as far as the message getting out there, what percentage of them might see it. I, I honestly don't 100% know though. I could reach out to, you know, some of the coaches that are more active in the community. And I don't know, I I'd say my, my message could reach possibly 10% of those. So. Okay. And how many people do you need? How as many, as how people, many do people do you need? Uh, 30 to 50 would be ideal, but that would be yes. over time as well. Yes. Then I will think that the pool is, is small because what happened is this. If you have access to 10%, like you said, which will be 125, and out most of those are not converted to the idea of follow-up, which means they need convincing and do you have any credibility? Like, can you have the ability to have Brian Johnson endorse you or somebody big like that? Or it's just you against the world, you know? Uh, I do have one of the staff members uh, endorsing me, not Brian Johnson himself, but uh, someone actually in the company of Optimize, not just another coach. But do they have like a good cold reputation where people trust them or they just they're indirectly associated with brian do you know what i mean it's like uh, okay the, the friend of brian is saying that this guy is cool which means you're two degrees of separation from authority and that's not really a, the best place to be that's true i mean he does have a very good reputation in the community um and one of yes. the other coaches has a very uh, that i'm close friends with uh, also has a, a very good reputation in the community. So I do have two fairly high points of uh, leverage, like social That's leverage. Important. Um, That's important. Not, not the top of the totem pole. <laughs> okay. And that's really good. Let's think in a different way. So there, there are 
1,250 coaches who graduated. What are they using right now that to, to get the benefit that your service is offering? As far as I can tell, most of the not as successful coaches that could benefit the most from this don't really have a system in place. They just do direct one-to-one outreach and pitch their services, kind of like uh, door-to-door salesmen. And I just don't think that's very effective. (laughs) Yes, but the problem is you're not influencing the outreach method, which means that you will promise them better results, but you cannot deliver the better results or all you're doing is giving them peace of mind. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's say tomorrow they have your website, it's perfect and ready, but still they're reaching and pitching to people one by one. And then they notice at the end of the month, they're not getting more clients than they're getting. And then they will look at you as a scapegoat possibly and think, well, this was a waste. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it sounds like you're raising some very valid concerns, but it sounds like they might need education outside of just the service. But then you run into the issue of strategy versus service, and the service provider will always uh, take the downfall there. (laughs) So Yeah, I remember I, I was reading a great book. I forgot the name of the author. It's uh, uh, called Scapegoating, A History of Blaming Others. And in it, they say that whenever human beings make a mistake, they cannot accept it psychologically, and therefore they will find a scapegoat to blame whatever they can on, and it's easy. And this is a situation where I see and it, uh, where they will not get better results because their strategy is bad. And therefore, they will blame it on the newest thing, which would be you. And therefore, (laughs) it will destroy. Not really, because what happened is that the most important thing in business, according to what I believe, honestly, is not failing to sell. It's people not getting the result that you promised, because even if it's their fault, they will blame it on you. And they become an anti-marketing machine where they tell other people, oh, my God, I trusted that person and I'm so disappointed. Don't even go there. And that's really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let's let's think in a different, more creative Edward Dubono way. You have your skills of visual design, your connection to the hosting company, your knowledge about WordPress and coding. And what else? Your connections with those high-profile people, okay? So think of these ingredients. What could be a better use of your time, since I know you're a big believer in opportunity cost, what could be an even better use of these ingredients? I could offer strictly design services um, rather than, than web and hosting. I know some of these people don't have like uh, a good corporate identity for their yeah. or a brand identity. Uh, again, though, that's that's just a a thing that they might not know how to use. So it could be 
uh, a cost that I couldn't convince them to spend, even if it would be beneficial. Um, no, hmm. but also think think of it as percentages. Okay, let's say this thing. Can you have a deal with an optimized company where they email their list and inform them about you? And then even if you get 1% of those 1,000 people or whatever, that's more than enough. Because sometimes numbers beat great marketing, and that's what you have with those influencers who have a 1 million subscribers and they have really bad marketing and no messaging and they're randomly doing things but they were lucky to have that and they will get enough buyers out of those just out of random luck to be wealthy you know yeah so if they will blast an email to 2000 people and you get the one percent um you know return that's more than enough clients to make you more than happy do you think they could work that deal it's well worth trying i mean if i just you know with you i i try to save you time and trouble i mean i could work more on making the offer stronger and all that but like i said if there are structural structural problems in it it's like you you can't uh, you can't, you know, if you put lipstick on a pig, it doesn't become pretty. <laughs> but if you have numbers and you have the endorsement of some important people, then you'll be really golden. That's very true. Yeah, tell me. I do wonder, rather than trying to convert yes. people to the idea that they need uh, a good follow-up, and that they need to have a marketing plan. I wonder whether within those numbers, some people might already be sold on that idea. Yeah, that's what I am saying. However, I will tell you the, uh, the thing. You said that realistically, you can reach 125 people, correct? Uh, Personally, yes. If I were to leverage... What do you mean personally? Are you going to... Uh, like message them one by one and pitch the, your services. That because that um, it's not bad. I'm not saying that is bad. It that that would be who I could reach through uh, less than two layers of separation. So, uh, so um, one of the coaches Let's that I'm in it. contact with has a yes. rather large contact list uh, within the community. He would be the one that. Uh, I could reach most of these people through. Uh, the rest would be through live calls and group meetings. Yes. The thing, like you said, you need around 50 people to be happy, correct? Yeah, to, to have that security. Then we need to, uh, like I, I told you, yes, you can find people. Can you do the follow-up for them? Because instead of convincing them to do it themselves, if you tell them, and it's included in the package, blah, blah, blah. The problem is that I see is probably most of them are really bad marketers, which means they're already losing before <laughs> before even anything comes your way. And then yeah. you cannot save something that was destroyed. If you had the service where you needed like 15 people, I will tell you, yes, 
that is possible and you can qualify. You say you are responsible for your own, you know, main marketing that is in the beginning. But let's make it different. Let's say we will make an offer to people who believe in follow-up. But let's test our assumptions. Do people need to follow up for them to succeed using your own kind of uh, services that you're offering? Can they succeed without? Without follow-up or some sort of uh, lead collection? I don't think many online businesses can can succeed without follow-up. Um, I agree with you. But sometimes if they're making like $5,000 a sale or whatever, then they can be sloppy. You know, the, the magnitude of the um, income can replace the, um, the follow-up. Yeah. What, what is it? Like you had training in business that came with that program what did they recommend how to price your services are they talking about that at all or what happened Uh, at the point that i'm in through the program they haven't really discussed any of the business side of things yet um from speaking with uh the coach that i'm i'm friends with i have asked Many, many questions. Um, yeah. But it seems like most of the, the business training happens during uh, some of the live calls, and it's just snippets here and there. I don't believe they've discussed pricing at all, but they have discussed uh, client acquisition, just yes. not very well. <laughs> and so that you know, Uh, There is a way to make um, client outreach work, but most people do it in a begging, um, like forcing, pressuring kind of way that repulses people, you know, because it's the strategy is to be dual, which means you begin doing at the same time you're reaching out to people while you're building your audience so that you don't starve while you're building your audience. So that yeah. you can replace it. But the thing is, um, it's not your idea is very good and it's a very useful thing. But if you're selling to the wrong people, I'm not saying these are the wrong people, but if the people um, will not use it in a way that will work, you, you might end up selling to the wrong people who will end up being a headache. Let's think differently. Do you have access to any other people or can you qualify? You say this is only for people with criteria A, B, C, D. And if you fit those, you're a good candidate. And if not, then we're not a good match. So it's a very Ben Settle kind of repulsion repulsion marketing. Actually, yes. I I think qualifying the potential clients that I would want to do business with would would be ideal. I just need to really identify what those those features are in an ideal client for me. And I think if I were to qualify people that heavily, I might actually be able to to raise the price. <laughs> and you should. I mean, it's by definition that in many ways when your price is lower than the competition, people expect subconsciously there to be a catch. 
and not in a good way. So qualifying is also a great way to to let people value you. And when they value you, they use your work better. Let's say, okay, let's say you have an ideal client and let's clarify your offer for your perfect, perfect client. So there will not be a headache client. They will not abuse and misuse your work and end up without results and blaming it on you, okay? So what you offer them is the uh, WordPress with the connection to the uh, software or service that will allow them to get their calls. Do they know how to sell? I mean, okay, let's say they got calls uh, on their discovery calls. Uh, do they, did they learn how to sell? I'm not sure. <laughs> Because it's useless to, to, to send them leads and do all that if they, there will be, you know, most people have this really, really icky feeling when it comes to offering their ser- services. And therefore, many will be like, ah, oh, why do I have to do this? And okay, it's a big issue. I think this is much, much deeper <laughs> than just <laughs> messaging or positioning. It's more about, um sometimes you know it's good to know that an idea has holes in it even before you begin so that you don't invest time and um work in an idea before fixing the holes you know i think that could be another qualification though so i think in order for this tool to work for somebody they need to be comfortable with selling and have the right yeah. mindset about it so and follow up and follow up but specifically with selling and marketing they need to realize that getting their services to more people is of a benefit to those people um yes so that would be share that one because of the that's major qualifications yeah um, share that value i agree with you that selling is not really selling it's facilitating to people who need your help to overcome their own objections that are holding them back and their limitations so that they will trust you enough to take a step forward towards something that will change their lives. That's what I believe. And therefore, it's a very positive, powerful thing. But what is your belief about this? I I think that those would, uh, as far as my personal belief, I think that selling and marketing uh, go hand in hand with that mindset. So I, if you're not selling something that could help somebody, you're actually doing them a disservice. And I think they need to have the same mindset. Um, so they need to want to get the word out about their service. Um, as far as follow-up goes, I would like people that if they're not prolific already, they're willing to be prolific because that's where they're going to get the best results. Thank you. Well, we will keep discussing and evolving this further. It was very, very good, especially for people to listen and know that uh, marketing isn't about taking any idea and making it uh, exciting and engaging. Some ideas might have um, structural holes in them that the idea needs to be fixed first before the messaging and positioning to be done and there is big value in 
already noticing and thinking about those to either fix them or totally change the idea into one that works. So Josh, where can people find more about you? I know that you teach art and you are a really, really enamored person when it comes to aesthetics and sharing value in the world. Uh, you can find my website at joshuagraphic.com, uh, J-O-S-H-U-A-G-R-A-P-H-I-C. Um, it recently underwent a reboot, but you can still follow all of my daily art on that website. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. And to the listeners, if you rate and review on iTunes this podcast, the No Code Wealth podcast, you can contact me on Twitter at No Code Wealth or on the email that shows up on the podcast. And I'll give you a free one hour session where I will work on your messaging, creating more engaging marketing and positioning. It's my promise to you. So get to reviewing, get to rating. Mm -hmm.